You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. So there was a black market marijuana bust on I-40 this last weekend, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't understand, like, black market marijuana anymore. Not 200, no 200 pounds. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm wondering if this wasn't headed for a dispensary. I mean, where was it coming I from? I got a feeling. Well, I mean, if you're on I-40, there ain't no telling where it's coming from. I mean, right? I mean, I-40 is the, the corridor for for everybody anybody that wants to move anything is is going through i-44 i-40 and i-35 i mean everything crossroads here so yeah yeah that's why there's so much stuff that's always in oklahoma because there's there's these crossroads and there's so many places to to hide drugs here and you know ship them other places you can basically get anywhere else in the united states from right here just through these highways so and nobody gives a shit about oklahoma (laughs) except just the few few people around here who profit off of it yeah and and i mean or otherwise like like you said like moving illegal weed like how much profit is there really in that you know what I mean? Is is that where? I mean, how much profit are you really making on 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 illegal weed? That's what I want to know, because okay, uh, the state of Oklahoma really, for all OMMA's flaws, they really did. Um, and I'm knocking wood here because some of us got to do a renewal very soon. Ain't how that's what you get for being first. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's relatively simple to get your med card. Yeah. The requirements for it are, are relatively simple. And so, I mean... I guess that would have to be on part of the dispensaries, right? I mean, a lot of them have growers that they deal with, but we know that some of the product isn't as promised. And we also know that there are other states who have better testing controls in place who have just been simply doing it much longer. Yeah. I mean, would that stand to reason? But I mean, if you're... If you're making, if if you're growing legal weed in, say, California or Colorado or somewhere, is it really going to be more profitable for you to drive it all the way across the country and risk getting caught and all that kind of stuff just to sell it for, I mean, what, a little bit more? Is that what you're, is that the overall goal, I guess? I don't know. I, I mean, again, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and is this, is it, did they just get stopped here? Or was this destined for Oklahoma? Or was it destined for another state that doesn't have medical marijuana or legal weed in any way, shape, or form? Yeah. Or was somebody just taking a haul of 
you know, illegally grown weed here from Oklahoma or somewhere else and got caught. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the risk reward factor is for, you know, trafficking legal weed at this point. That's what I say. I don't get it. I mean, not in Oklahoma. I mean, and, and again, that would be like the only the only thing that I could see is if you're growing it and you're not moving it and you can move it to a place like Texas. Well, okay, let, let me put this scenario in there. Um, a lot of times what drug cartels will do on the highway is they'll send kind of a dummy car first to get stopped with a small amount of something while the actual shipment goes through. So what they do is they basically promise. And a lot of times it's like, it's like illegal aliens and stuff like that. They promise them that they'll take care of their family and stuff. If they'll take this, this charge in America. And a lot of times they'll end up getting treated better in jail in America or else they're just going to get deported. You know what I mean? So they're either right back there or else they're just in jail in America until they can get out. And they basically just use them to get caught. They go ahead, they speed, whatever, do something dumb, they get caught. And then, you know, the drug task force and everybody shows up because 200 pounds of weed is a lot of weed, you know. But in the grand scheme of things, that's really not a whole lot as far as drug trafficking like to to be able to make money off of weed you're gonna have to sell a lot more than that you know what i mean and, and so what it, it really kind of makes me think is that the real the real shipment got through i mean i don't doubt that <clears throat> but you know here's here's something else and, and I think this is, this is something that we would be remiss if we did not mention. We'd be remiss not to mention. Um, I-40, several years ago, had this thing called Operation Desert Snow. And it was headed by our very own Jason Hicks, who is a district attorney, for Grady, Caddo, Stevens, and Jefferson counties, I believe. And this was a concerted civil forfeiture effort. Yeah. And they were just pulling people over. Well, they pulled this guy over. He was a black guy. And he just won, like, I think he just won, like, a few, like, I don't know, $15,000 or something at the casino. So we had cash on him. A lot of it. Yeah. They pulled him over and just took it. Yeah. Because he was a black guy, because he looked like a drug dealer, right? I mean. Forget, like, I just came from the casino, and I just won this. The casino can corroborate it. Yeah. And then we have the other guy who was coming through. He was doing music, remember? And he had just come from some studio sessions where he got paid in cash. He was on his way from, like, I don't know, Atlanta to, like, uh, California or something. And got pulled over in uh, in Oklahoma and got searched, and they they took all his money and all that. I mean, it's the same thing. It's what these 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 cops have been doing for years, you know. Like 
And ever That's so the often, they'll they'll have a shipment like this. Yeah. But but what were you saying about the? Uh, this is how it's always been. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what like the movie Killed the Messenger. That's what originally got that that um, that journalist on the on the trail that eventually led him to everything that was bigger. But that's what he was investigating was these illegal civil these forfeitures that the cops were doing in, in California, and you know that's where he was at in California. So that's what he was really uh, checking out. But it, it goes on all over the place. I mean, uh, I can't remember where it was, but I remember a while back, one of these dudes who, I guess, uh, he may have actually been dealing drugs or whatever, but he had like, he had cameras installed in his house and he actually caught the cops going through stuff and stealing stuff from his house uh, on the cameras or whatever. And ended up getting, you know, getting a pretty good settlement out of it, but this isn't uncommon. No, it's not. And it's like I said, I want to support law enforcement. I do. I know that's a hard job, but they make it so difficult. Difficult, especially for brown people. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just don't know. Well, see, we're we're stuck at this point where there are a lot of people who don't even want to admit that brown people get treated any differently by anybody. And as long as we're at that impasse, there's nothing that we're going to be able to do because we're never going to be able to fix a problem if they can't admit that there's a problem. That's absolutely right. And when Trump is taking all of the bias training out, on the federal level, like, eh, racism doesn't yeah. exist. We don't need that. It's a waste of time and money. Yeah. So that's gone by the wayside. So it's really interesting to see, um, are we seeing a resurrection of Operation Desert Snow? Or has it ever gone away? Because there were lawsuits that came of it. But Hicks won them all. Most of them, I think. Um. Because there's a friendly judge out there. Oh, yeah. Who is also a politician, by the way. We vote in our judges here in Oklahoma. So, surely that can't lead to any kind of um, misdeeds. <laughs> yeah. When your politician is also a judge, or vice versa. Well, I mean, our law enforcement is, is a politician too, right? Sheriffs. Yep, our sheriffs are, are voted in. So, yes, don't tell me it's not political. That's what they want you to think, because they're all politicians. Remember that. Yep. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're Indigenous, we're Independent, we're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.